0: It's been one week. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, you said something earlier about a possible replacement for the Jets, the New York Jets, their quarterback situation. Of course, they traded uh, for Aaron Rodgers, uh, supposed to be a big deal, and then he blew out his Achilles, a fourth play of the game on Monday Night Football, and now the Jets have a decision to make. they bring in some new, maybe a veteran. Uh, I was thinking Arch Leister or <laughs> Jeff George or something like that, but uh, was there somebody else in mind uh, well,
1: if you follow very liberal sports commentator Jamel Hill.
0: Oh, let me guess.
1: You will see that she is lobbying for the Jets to sign Colin Kaepernick <laughs> to replace Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> How long's he been out of the league now? Uh, he hasn't played since 2016, <laughs> Nigel. It was also reported oh. that uh, Kaepernick's agent was trying to reach out to the Jets okay, and yeah. kick the tires to see if there were any chances that uh, Mr. Kaepernick would join the Jets. Now, the Jets have made their decision. Here is the press conference that their GM, Joe Douglas, had in regards to whether or not they're interested in Colin Kaepernick. How about news? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got me.
1: Yeah, that, that
0: was, that's not happening. No!
1: Uh, they're going to write out, you know, Zachy Pooh. They're going to write out the MILF Hunter, Zach, <laughs> and uh, try to make a run as best as they can, and hopefully I mean they, Aaron Rodgers they, heals up by next year. They
0: won the game, right? I mean, they beat one
1: of the better teams in the NFL. They did. They had a lot of help from, because whatever the- reason, Josh Allen – He was throwing it to the Jets a lot. (laughs) Jets defense is good, but Josh Allen was really bad that night. And it took a special teams touchdown for them to win the game in overtime. But go back to Kaepernick for just a second. All these people that always bring his name up. And it's the usual suspects, right? It's Jamel Hill. It's, you know, Bumani Jones. Some of these really woke, progressive sports commentators.
0: That don't have outlets anymore. That don't have platforms other than their Twitter account. I mean, Bumani, I believe, which was fired from ESPN for just awful ratings. And every platform. Like,
1: they gave him a million shows in a million different platforms and he was ratings poison in every single one of them. But Kaepernick has not played football since 2016. (laughs) And the last time we heard his name, remember, we talked about this a year ago. He did some sort of Netflix documentary where he compared the NFL combine to slavery. Hmm, Now, the clip we're getting ready to play is from that documentary. Now, imagine there's animated slavery images over the top of this. What they don't want you to understand... What's being established is a power dynamic. Before they put you on the field, teams poke, pry, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance. No boundary respected. No dignity left intact. He's talking about the NFL Combine, where the college kids work out for the Scouts, and he compared that to slavery.
0: Yeah, I think the teams wanna make sure everything's okay with you physically before they give you multi million dollar contracts. That may be really one of the subtle differences between the combine and slavery. <laughs> where those multi million dollar contracts where right. athletes become wealthier than you know, beyond their wildest dreams.
1: Pretty much everybody in that room is gonna be a millionaire. <laughs> we just wanna find out what level of millionaire. Why would you want to go play in a league that you compared to slavery if you're Colin Kaepernick? If these rumors are true and his agent was reaching out to the Jets, why would you want to play in the slavery league? Unless you are full of crap and you realize your only business approach right now is to continue being a victim and an activist. That's what Colin Kaepernick is. Uh, we've got some Aaron Rodgers-themed booze news. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> you set them up and I'll knock them back, Lloyd. One, one by one. We are read Booze News because it's really fun. <laughs> Once it hits your lips, it's so good. <laughs> Aaron to presents. <Rodgers, laughs> booze News, Booze News. Yeah.
1: Time for Booze News. So fans at a Milwaukee bar. It's a Green Bay Packers bar in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee. They went from cheers to paying for their beers because the bar, before that Monday night football game that Aaron Rodgers was injured in, they offered to pay everybody's tab if Aaron Rodgers started the game and the Jets lost.
0: Oh, wow. So they're kind of bitter about... Their, their Green Bay boy you know, right. jumping ship and, and headed over to New York. So they were like, let's root for him to lose. And uh, if, if the Jets lose, then everybody – it's on us. It's on the house.
1: So everybody showed up for this oh, Monday night football oh, game, and four plays in, Aaron Rodgers goes down. They bring out the cart. He's done. So everybody in the bar starts pounding drinks because they think their tab is going to be free that night. <laughs> and ultimately yeah. – the jets still won the game in overtime take a listen so there's a loud roar when rogers leaves the game hurt in the first quarter and the mood has changed considerably that is because the jets just won the game on a long touchdown in overtime you can take a look. This is the reaction from a bar where people are realizing the bar tabs, they've been racking up all night. The bar was going to be paying that tab. It is setting in. They are going to have to go to the bar and pay that tab.
0: I mean, because Aaron Rodgers went down on the fourth play of the game, and it took them all the way till overtime to find out whether or not the Jets would win or lose or not. I would have been the same way. Oh, the Aaron Rodgers is out. I Start chugging left and right. Would you you know wouldn't what? have been
1: cheering for his injury, though, right? Well, not for his injury, but I'd be sure they for were. The loss. And I think that's oh, a bush league deal. <laughs> like they were cheering for his injury. That sucks. Well, but
0: now that he's sidelined for the entire season, I do think it's important. Let's go ahead and check in with one Mister uh, Aaron Rodgers here.
1: Hi, good neighbor. Welcome to Mister Aaron Rodgers' neighborhood. It was a beautiful night for a football game. I took a snap and felt a sharp pain. I thought, really, I tore my Achilles. I was really looking forward to playing for the Jets And I'm glad you Bills fans lost all your bets (laughs) Huh Too bad (laughs) I'll be back this time Maybe next year No way Unless I get fat Drinking way too much (laughs) beer It happens Keep rooting for the Jets Hopefully this year better than the Mets True And don't you please give up on me because I'll be seeing you later. Don't you please <laughs> give up on me. That's so stupid. Because I'll be seeing you later. Will we, though? Later, fans.
0: Will we? I mean, I was reading reports of doctors saying those Achilles take up to two years to heal
1: sometimes. And Dan Marino had that happen to him late uh, in his career. Yeah. And he came back from it, but he was also six years younger than Aaron Rodgers was at the time. So, man, we'll see. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.